Katie. And I'm Alex. And a big welcome to Project Weeb. Before we get started in today's episode, I do want to remind you that we will be going through the content of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, episodes one to five. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't seen it yet, what are you doing with your life? Go watch it. (laughs) What are you doing with your life? Yeah. (laughs) That serious? I'm trying to be a weeb here. What impressions do you have of weebs? That one. Oh, no, no, that's not right. But true to what she says, if you're here and you haven't watched episodes one to five, what are you doing here? Go watch those and then come back. Exactly. Okay, but now it's time for me to do damage control for Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. One of the most beloved anime manga series in the community. A lot of work for me. But this question is important for people who love the series. And a quick way to gauge the impression left on you. What were your thoughts about the soundtrack? I really like the soundtrack. Oh, yeah? I love the vocal. I love the electric guitar. I liked it so much that I actually went and Googled the person that sang the song. Oh, really? Yeah, and her name is Yui. Yeah. Yeah, and she did a lot of other anime tracks as well. Yes, Yui has been in the game for quite a while. She's released some absolute bangers. Very nice, though. You've even done some research for yourself. Looking promising. Now, how did you find the story? Uh, Okay, so with the story itself... It does have its ups and downs. I've got a couple of questions for you and I will pick the story apart. So get ready for it. Okay, this is where I put in the hours. That's what I'm here for. You ask me the questions. I set you straight because your thinking is wrong. And then we talk about how much you enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but don't put me in a framework, hey? I have independent thinking. Hmm, Okay, well, this was the first anime you've watched in a while. Uh, I assume you watched it in Japanese? Yep, the Japanese version. It wasn't dubbed. Uh, I needed to hear the original emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can completely understand that. There is the whole huge debate in the community around dub versus sub. Usually sub wins. However, dubs themselves have been improving around the overall polish, how it's been done. I mean, it's a really long learning process for them as well. They've come a long way. I did find it slightly challenging, though, to get used to reading the subtitles. Because one thing you have to know about me, I rarely watch anything that is not in a language that I could understand. Mm. So, the fact that I did manage to finish all the episodes that you've assigned me, I am pretty freaking proud of myself. Okay, well, it sounds more positive than negative. Let's get started with episode one and we'll see how you went. Let's do it. The story begins in the military country of Ameshras, where King Bradley orders Colonel Roy Mustang, the flame alchemist, to capture Isaac MacDonald, the freezing alchemist. Edward Elric, aka the full meta alchemist, and his brother, Alphonse Elric, or Al, are tasked to assist with the capture. The freezing alchemist activates a large transmutation circle to try and engulf Central in ice. During the fighting, we learn that Edward has a metal prosthetic right arm and left leg called Automail, and Alphonse is a hollow piece of armor with a blood marking on it. Isaac is defeated but runs away again, only to cross paths with King Bradley, who easily cuts him down. Alright, I'm just going to start off by saying that I did not like this being the beginning of episode one. Mm-hmm. It started off with a fight scene with characters that have not been introduced, I was surprised to see that it was set in a completely different world with what looked like Eastern Europe. Yeah. And with Japanese-speaking characters. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. To be fair, they had to cram about 15 episodes of the original series into five for Fullman Alchemist Brotherhood. The This is the second adaptation. Initially, the anime ran for a few years. It caught up to the source material, and then they just had to summarize everything. 
from the beginning. Okay, that makes sense. And I thought alchemy was supposed to be like science. It seems like everyone was just doing <laughs> magic instead. Like someone was freezing air and the other one was just making weapons. No, so it's alchemy is a, like a pseudoscience magic thing. It's a mix. So it allows you to just deconstruct and reconstruct materials into whatever way you please. The simple rule is that you have to keep the same mass and properties of the material that you transmute. I think it's honestly one of the best thought-out powers in anime. Actually, I think it's kind of stupid. The freezing alchemist, he drew a circle on the floor every time he fights. How is that convenient? God! You just made me cough up blood like Vegeta, <laughs> Katie, man. Well, I don't understand what you mean. You literally caused sound damage to all the weeds listening. Hey, I'm just being <laughs> practical here, all right? So the circle is just a translator or like medium. Think of Harry Potter and the wands. It's the same thing. Usually everyone just draws it on gloves or like their hands, all right? It feels like you should just shoot them before they use alchemy. <laughs> they just turn out in the open in plain sight. <laughs> Uh, just let anime be anime, all right, Katie? You're picking too much. Talk about something good. Was there anything you liked about this episode? Uh, okay, to be honest, no. I feel like there's a lot of information going on. There's a lot of volume, but like not a lot of substance. Mm. I found it hard to continue with the episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, but everything was so out of context. How am I supposed to get drawn to the story? Oh, that's just pain for all the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood fans out there. But I will say I'm 100% behind you. This episode itself was really trash. The pacing, just the way it introduced everything. But this is one of the greatest anime series ever. So I have a lot of faith in it. So let's just see how you go with the following episodes. And hopefully it changes your opinion there. While on the train towards a small countryside town called Lyol, we're given a flashback of Ed and Al's childhood. We learn here that the father was not around and the boys self-studied alchemy using his books. Upon their mother's death, they attempted to revive her by performing human transmutation at the age of 11. During the transmutation, a dark mass of shadowy hands then proceeds to disintegrate Alva's physical body. A dismembered figure named All or One shows Edward the secret behind perfect human transmutation in exchange for his left leg. To prevent the loss of his brother, Edward bonds Alphonse's soul to a suit of armor, sacrificing his right arm to complete the process. Edward later passes the state alchemist examination and is given the title of Full Metal Alchemist. Holy fuck, episode 2 is horrifying. <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah, they really just like pedal to the floor on the story's turn there, huh? Yeah, it's so disturbing and it's like nothing I've seen before. Mm -hmm. It's very raw visuals of where the mum ended up at. Yeah. And they're not afraid to show it to an audience. It's such a dark place to go through mentally as well. Yeah. Where did the mum's body go? Uh, it just dies. Uh, it passes on and then they bury it. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The fact that these kids are so certain that the Philosopher's Stone uh -huh. is going to cure them uh -huh. seems... Bit of a reach. Uh, <laughs> They're pretty much betting everything on a myth. Yeah, well, it's called hope, Katie. The kids just went through something super traumatic. Just let them have their light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though. For an anime with such a dark tone, I was surprised to see many comedy elements. Uh, Ed gets teased a lot for his height. And then mm -hmm. he turns into a doll in frustration. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, the comedic tone for the series is a classic. The timing is right. It doesn't overstate its welcome when it does come. And they use those staple chibi characters 
uh, which is what the doll you were talking about was. Mm. If you don't know, a chibi character is just like a smaller, cuter drawing of a character used to lighten the mood. Oh, it was cute. Mm-hmm. So what does Full Metal mean? Because I always wondered why Ed's nickname was Full Metal. Yeah, well, it's just due to the fact that he's part human, part steel with his prosthetic limbs. So it references to the fact that he's not entirely steel. Uh, what? <laughs> like, you know, Full Metal Jacket Bullets. You're saying that like I should understand <laughs> what it means. Yeah, so they're just bullets that are usually lead on the inside and coated in steel. Cuts the cost of the bullet. You can penetrate stuff a lot easier. And this translates to Ed because he's not entirely steel either. Oh, what? <laughs> That's so wrong. What? How? Because you do understand that full metal and 100% metal means the same thing, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if I, you got to include the jacket as well. If I'm wearing a, like a leather jacket, doesn't mean I'm like full leather man either. <laughs> no one's going to get that. Everyone's going to side with me. No way. <laughs> you only know it because you know the different types of bullets. Yeah, I mean, it's a minor reference, but honestly, it's just a cool name. All right, fine. I guess Metal Alchemist doesn't sound as cool as Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, another question. Mm-hmm. Why is Ed a state alchemist? Is there a federal alchemist? Uh, actually, great question. I, I honestly believe it's a translation issue for localization purposes. Mm-hmm. The actual kanji characters for it means national. Uh, but then if you compare national alchemist to state alchemist, I just don't think it sounds as cool. Maybe. Don't quote me on it. Hmm. And then now arrive at Lior where they witness a priest called Father Cornello perform miracles with what could only be the Philosopher's Stone. They meet a follower of Cornello named Rose who is devout in the hope that her boyfriend can be resurrected. When Cornello realizes that Ed and Alphonse are state alchemists, he ambushes them with a chimera. After escaping with Rose, Al explains the taboo that they had committed and the price they had to pay. Ed is able to foil Cornello and expose him to the residents of Lior. Cornello tries to use the Philosopher's Stone but is defeated by Ed. As Ed tries to retrieve the stone, it breaks and shatters revealing it to be a fake. Later, Rose demands the stone from Edward but he confronts her with the truth about the fake stone and tells her to find strength within herself. Cornello escapes and he is killed by lust and then eaten by gluttony. I remember loving this episode with the original adaptation and with the source. It's just so good. Wow, this was actually the weakest episode for me. Oh no! I'll never forgive the Japanese. Yeah, well, because to me, this episode feels like a side plot with Uh the priest and his philosopher's stone. And by this time, because this is a third episode, we already know about their powers and the background story. Yeah. It's already been told in episodes one and two. So to me, this feels like a really weak side storyline that only just introduces us to the mm. Philosopher's Stone. The priest, obviously, was a very unlikable character. Okay. And um, the other lady, Rose, yeah, Rose, she wasn't really introduced that well. I mean, she had a really sad background <sighs> story, but that was it. But I do get your point, though. If this was the first episode, it'd be pretty cool to see all these things being reviewed, the Mm -hmm. powers, the background story, the abilities. But at this point, I was just like, not weak. Okay. Well, you know what? You make a lot of sense, but you're still wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Because how cool was it? Like, the way that the arm was revealed in this episode was so much cooler than the first episode. And also, you have Ed walking into the sunset after talking to Rose. And it's just like, stand up. Keep moving forward. You've got two good legs. Oh, oh, oh. oh okay, yeah, okay. That <laughs> Going deep. deep, balls deep, yo. 
Man, oh, I'm so sad. I'm so sad that you couldn't enjoy this episode. Hey, don't blame me. Blame the people that put this episode as the third episode. Once again, I'll never forgive the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the bright side, I did think the villains were pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the reference to the uh, seven deadly sins. I really like gluttony and lust. <laughs> Ah, yes, the uh, sin of stickly proteins. Wait, okay, wait, no, wait. Gluttony. Gluttony yeah. and lust. <laughs> a man with an X-shaped scar kills a state alchemist and has a wanted warning go out by the Fuhrer. In return for the work done in Lior, Colonel Mustang introduces the Elric brothers to Shotaka, the sewing life alchemist. Sho had created a talking chimera and allowed the Elric brothers to study his work. During the studies, the brothers also meet Nina and Alexander, Sho's daughter, and the family dog. After some time passes, the brothers are back for another study session, where Sho reveals he's created another talking chimera. However, Ed notices that Nina and Alexander are missing, piecing together that Sho had transmuted them into the talking chimera. Ed beats Sho within an inch of his life, but stops and has him arrested. While under arrest, the scarred man visits Sho, killing him and the Nina-Alexander chimera. So this episode wasn't in the initial plan, yep. and you insisted on me watching additional <laughs> two more episodes, mm -hmm. and then to come back and discuss. So I blame you for my nightmares! <laughs> Camera! Like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> Welcome to our fade. <laughs> I'm so happy that this episode resonated with you, compared to the last one. Our faith has been answered for my alchemist brotherhood fans. <laughs> I've got cats at home now and I can't even have them sit in front of me because it reminds me too much of a chimera. No, just oh. put a wig on them instead. No, <laughs> don't. <laughs> but honestly, this was a masterpiece for like effed up stuff. Just real chef's kiss, you know. You hate it, but you also got to admit that it was done so well. I have to say, like, kudos to the voice actor. He just managed to make the voice so creepy. Yeah, exactly. Also, the tone was so good, like lighting, music, and just a little bit of silence, that little gap before Ed notices what's actually happened. Mm. Yeah, and a huge contrast as well, especially between Nina and Alexander the dog to them playing and suddenly they turn into this, this she-wolf. I say that. <laughs> It's so traumatic, though, to take advantage of your family and pets to make that advancement. Initially, I was like, okay, maybe he was doing it in order to stay intact with his family. But then if he decides to turn his family member into a chimera, what's been motivating him? Is it just the pride? Yeah, it's honestly just the status of being a state alchemist. You get a lot of perks with it from the military as well, like funding and whatnot. So he wants to continue having his reputation and his honor linked towards the country. Right, so he's essentially earning state alchemy credit points. You know, like <laughs> CP points for qualifications. What the hell? How many points do you get for transmitting your freaking daughter into a chimera? <laughs> I know, it's so dark. Really it's so dark. dark that we almost forget about that random guy with short white hair. What's his name? Uh, Scar. Right, Scar. Pretty disturbing as well, what he does. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty OP. Like, he would put a hand over your face and that's mm -hmm. it, you're dead. So who is he? Uh, so he gets later unexplained right. uh, in the following episodes. But yeah, his power was freaking awesome. So anime. Like, mm -hmm. anime filter times 10. <laughs> 
The Elric brothers find out about the deaths of Sho, Nina, and Alexander. In Lior, we see Lust and Gluttony speak to Envy, who transforms herself into Cornello, discussing the rebellion occurring. Back in Central, while the brothers lament about their limits as alchemists, they are attacked by Scar. During the fight, Ed has his own male arm destroyed, while Al has his body partially ripped apart. Colonel Mustang arrives, but is unable to help due to the rain as he is the flame alchemist. The day is saved by Major Armstrong, who also finds out that the man is Ishbalan. The scarred man gets away, and Mustang tells the brothers about the Ishbalan rebellion. Due to the damage sustained, the brothers decide to visit Ed's automail mechanic in Rizambul, their hometown. I know I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. I really like the Seven Deadly Sins character. Oh, uh, the villains? Yeah, especially Envy because she could shapeshift. Uh-huh. Yeah, into Cornello, yeah. which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, obviously they're pulling from the same source material of uh, Seven Deadly Sins, but don't mix it up with the Seven Deadly Sins anime. Bit confusing, but yeah, complete separate things. <laughs> And we're starting to slowly get a little bit of religious talk into this as well. Yeah, well, they brought it in for episode 3 with the fake religion under Cornello. Plus, you'd be surprised how much religion is referred to in anime just because there's so much like potential you can do with fantasy and the medium itself and how it's drawn. Uh, we also got more Scar in this episode, you know, more of his background. He's an Ishbalan and uh, the whole thing about the Ishbalan rebellion as well. Wait, what's Ishbalan again? Uh, you know, the, the race that got persecuted and genocided by the government. Oh, sorry. I don't remember. <laughs> God damn it, Katie. <laughs> hey, I was too focused with the names, all right? I mean, what even is a strong arm alchemist? Feels like anyone could just make up a name for anything. Uh, you mean Major Armstrong? What do you mean? He's got majestic arms. Mm. Mm. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm flexing right now. (laughs) No, but also his alchemy literally uses the force of his punches to generate like flying stone pieces towards your enemy. So strong arm. Hmm. If you had alchemy powers, what would you do? Mm, uh, You know what? So going in a completely different direction because the anime uses it mostly for military uses. I actually think I would specialize in food instead it just seems like such a handy skill for food prep and like making food for example one of my favorite foods is ramen oh i'm a weeb i love ramen but (laughs) honestly it would make making ramen so easy because you don't need to cook the soup for five hours you just transmute the collagen and the umami out of the bone and then bam you've got your ramen soup done or imagine using fish you slap that bad boy in a transmutation circle transmute the bones and you got fish steak baby you know how easy it would be Okay, you're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap for Full Minute Alchemist Brotherhood. Lots of ups and lots of downs for the series overall. What were your likes about the series? I love the fucked up story. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I like the out of the box thinking. Uh-huh. It's just something that caught me off guard. I did not expect those. Oh. So yeah, definitely love those. Okay, so yeah, specifically episode two and episode four, it sounds like? Absolutely, yes. Okay, very interesting. Anything about like the characters or maybe the production, animation, music, pacing? Like what what did you like as well? Mm, Like I said in the beginning, I really liked the soundtracks. I think it Mm -hmm. was a great opening soundtrack. Uh, 
I think the story pace is a bit all over the place. But yeah. like what you mentioned before, I think it's because Brotherhood was a remake. Yeah. So it doesn't really follow the linear storyline. Mm-hmm. I think the characters were somewhat relatable because you do get that peek into family and friends yeah. and trust. But what I dislike is probably the overall setting of being a state alchemist. The Uh, military background, the setting of Eastern Europe, I think that really takes away the storyline because say, for example, it's in a world where there's just two brothers who goes around killing bad guys because they have alchemy power. I think I would understand that a little bit more. But because (laughs) we've got the military background... At this point, I'm not exactly sure who the ultimate enemy is. Uh, we do get okay. a peek into the Deadly Sins, but again, they seem to be somewhat of a mystical character as opposed to, you know, military, which means that this is a war against the country. Yeah. So I do not like that setting. I, I think see. because it's such a big piece of the anime, it does take away from how much I like it overall. Okay, very interesting. So then, just as an overall yes or no, did you like or dislike the series? Overall, I would say I liked the series because of all those elements of surprises. (laughs) Sweating bullets here right now. (laughs) Interesting. Would you think of continuing the series privately? And uh, there's, what, 60 episodes? Yeah, I believe there's 64, 60 plus episodes for sure. Honestly, I feel like up until this point, I still don't know what the general plot is. Mm. What I might do is I might watch five more episodes just to see if the main plot starts rolling. Yeah. And if it really piques my interest. Uh, oh, man, just off the top of my head, I can't remember what episode 10 ends. That's worrying because I really want you to like the series. And it's gonna be it's gonna be great for the audience as well if we ever get to come back to Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> but five more episodes, I could take that. I, I see that as a win. You um, can convince me if you tell me there's a lot more fucked up shit coming on. Then I might actually continue <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> Once again, I seem to be doing a podcast with a literal psychopath. But <laughs> <laughs> um, We've known each other for 20 years and you didn't know this about me. No, I didn't know you were this disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's everyone's favorite time. Assessment time. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Uh, I've got two questions for you, as always. Depending on how you answer them, you'll be assigned a certain amount of XP. And if you level up, you have some interesting talents to choose from. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Question one. With how often Ed's height is made fun of, what do you think Ed's height is? Okay. Well, the story is set in Eastern Europe is what I'm guessing. So on average, Europeans are quite tall. Mm-hmm. Ed being a teenage boy, how old is he? 15? He's 15 at the beginning of the series, yeah. Right, so he does still have room to grow, so I'm not making fun of short people. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, don't sue me. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go with 160. 160 is your final answer? Yeah, because I'm 168, and I think okay. Ed is definitely shorter than me. Shorter than He's being teased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Uh, I'll first give you his height in foot and inches. Because oh, no. that's what it's uh, supposed to be right. uh, online. So his height is four foot eleven. Oh wow, four foot eleven, which translates to one hundred and forty nine centimeters. <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> he's a hobbit. He's tiny. Oh, he's so tiny. Yeah, so you understand why everyone makes fun of him now. <laughs> oh man, that's he's not even. Oh, 
He's too tiny. He's just not cool anymore. <laughs> Whoa, hey, what's wrong? Hey, you know, short people can be he cool. He's so short. <laughs> he's so short. So you thought he was cool before and now he is Yeah, cool I thought he was, you know, like, at least he got some height. But I feel like if he's 149 yeah. in translation, it just it's a kid. I mean, it's that's... It's like a 12-year-old kid. That's the whole reason why there's a joke where everyone thinks Al is the full metal alchemist. Because, one, he's made out of full metal, but then Ed's 149. You don't think someone that short is in the military. Yeah. Do you have the height for Al? For comparison? Uh, let me have a look. Okay, so yeah, looking it up online, Alphonse's height as uh, the piece of armor is seven foot three, two hundred and twenty-one centimeters. <laughs> so two two meters and two meters and twenty-one meters. centimeters. Yeah, which does beg the question as to why there was a gigantic piece of armor in their basement. But let's just talk it <laughs> up to anime. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with such a huge piece of armor. Good point. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, interesting. So 160 centimeters was your guess for Ed. 149. You know what? Mm, I'm going to give you... Uh, I think I'll give you a six. It was an educated guess, mm. but with how much fun he was being made of, I think he should have went lower. Question two. In episode four. My favorite. <laughs> yeah. Exactly your favorite. <laughs> there is uh, a scene where Ed notices that uh, the hybrid Chimera is Nina and Alexander put together after she says a certain sentence. Can I please get you to do an impersonation of that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you know what? I actually want to do it. No, no. <clears throat> Here we go. Ed, what Ed, what Onija. <laughs> <laughs> How did I do? Um, hmm. Pretty creepy. I like the low tone. Thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an eight for that. Ooh. That was pretty well done. Congratulations. It's because I've just heard it so many times. I actually went back to YouTube and just continued to repeat that part over and over. Again. I mean, you said you had nightmares, so I'm guessing it appeared in, in your in your sleep. <laughs> Oh, good scene, good scene. <laughs> Debatable. But anyway, that's great. So you had a six and an eight. I will give you 40% increase in experience. So you're at 70 now. Mm-hmm. Still a bit short of uh, fully leveling up. But maybe maybe the next episode you might get there depending on your answers. Though I am, I've got some pretty good questions there as well. So Okay, mm. all right. Can't wait. Excellent. But yeah, thank you for listening. If you liked and want to support or even just find out more about the podcast, please visit us on patreon.com slash projectweeb. You can also connect with us on most social medias as in the show notes. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks everyone. And I hope you don't get nightmares. Johnny. Bye. Don't blame me. Bring. Don't blame me. Blame. Ah!